Tribes of Merkmire, The Deadwater Tribe, by Emma Nubeth Hurrant, The Wayfarer's Society of Wayrest, a description of one of the many Argonian tribes within the region of Merkmire. I should have known that our good fortune wouldn't last. After our pleasant respite in the company of the Mire Dancers, we decided to press northward. Our guide, Realists, urged us to consider. The deep murk devours outsiders, she said. She reminded us of the incident at Kielsaka Bridge, and explained that the northern natives are even less willing to barter than the Tum Talil. Many of us were willing to cut the expedition short, but in the end, we were outvoted. It did not take long for us to realize our folly. As we ventured northward, the vegetation grew thicker by the hour. The small swarms of flesh flies we'd encountered before swelled into great billowing clouds of buzzing pain. Again and again, Realis encouraged us to turn back, but we continued to trudge farther into the dark. Early morn this morning, we noticed that Perseus was missing. We fanned out to find him, shouting and stumbling through the thick mud for over an hour. When we reconvened at the wagons, we realized that Valentina and Morton had disappeared as well. I feel no shame in saying our misguided bravery melted away quickly. We turned the wagons immediately, moving southward as quickly as the swamp would allow. That's when we started hearing the croaking. It was quiet at first, like a small gathering of frogs. Slowly, it grew louder. After an hour of panicked marching, the sound had swelled into an almost deafening cacophony. Then came the screaming. I couldn't say whose voice it was. All I can say for sure is that it came from a place of total agony. I saw shadows moving through the trees around us, but never for more than an instant. I only got a good look at one of them. Realist tells me it was almost certainly a Naga, a member of the terrifying Naga Kur. Apparently, the members of this dead water tribe control vast swaths of northern Merkmire and are greatly feared by Saxleel and surrounding villages. As for the one I saw, I will never forget her. Her face resembled a snake of some kind, and her entire body was covered in mud. What struck me most, however, was her shield. It had a face. Realist tells me that the Naga Kur often adorn their weapons and armors with pieces of fallen comrades, faces, claws, leg bones, and the like. I winced at the idea of butchering a fallen friend, but Realist just shrugged. Naga Kur fight all the days of their lives. This lets them fight after death, too. It makes sense, I guess. Luckily, we escaped without any other losses. We won't soon forget the Naga Kur, though. Of that I am certain.